Grizzly Bear 863, also known as Felicia, lives on Togedy Pass with her two cubs, and she's gotten habituated to living near the highway. That's been causing problems for federal agencies who are concerned about the safety of drivers, tourists, and bears on the pass. KHOL's Will Walkie talked with journalist Mike Koshmerl of the Jackson Hole News and Guide about his recent reporting on human-bear conflicts in Jackson Hole, which are growing more frequent as the valley's popularity continues to explode. Mike Koshmerl reports on environmental issues for the Jackson Hole News and Guide and has been following this story. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for joining KHOL. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks, Will. Let's start with just some background. Um, who is Grizzly863, also known as Felicia? What's currently going on with her? Yeah, so I'd say the entire time Grizzly863 or Felicia has lived along the highway, there's been concern from it's – gen- it's, it's mainly been the Wyoming Game and Fish Department that's dealt with it. It takes a lot of work to have a grizzly bear – that is always along a road. Not everyone knows how to behave around grizzly bears. A lot of people, uh, you know, have never. I've I've been on Togedy Pass and seen people who have never seen a grizzly bear before, and they get super excited. And you know, they probably don't understand the the danger inherent of approaching an animal like that. Um, and and you know, there's also issues with photographers getting too close. Of course, you know, they're trying to get close to get a good shot and. And, you know, there can be a mob mentality deal that happens where someone gets closer and someone gets closer and someone gets closer and everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have a, a, a dangerous situation. Um, they uh, are, are trying to make sure that there's like three plus people up there at all times, like sun up to sunrise, which right around the solstice is, you know, 18 hours a day almost. Um, and uh, whenever people are trying to stop they try to kind of keep them going and whenever grizzly 863 comes near the road they haze her can you explain what hazing is and specifically some of the methods that folks are using to try to haze her away from the road sure so in the past felicia uh has been hazed primarily by game and fish and they've used uh cracker shells which uh it's just like a small explosive device that Interestingly enough, I heard that she basically got used to it and stopped caring about the cracker shells. And so this last uh, week where they've been uh, hazing her, what they're using to try to actually uh, instill kind of a fear into her of people and of cars stopping is uh, they're, they're hitting her and they're aiming for her rump, her butt, uh, with uh, rubber bullets. Um, and and it hurts. And the cubs, uh, you know, presumably the cubs will learn well, as mom is, you know, running in panic and they're following her. Uh, hopefully the cubs uh, are instilled with a similar fear of, of people and, and vehicles because uh, apart from the danger uh, and kind of chaos uh, from people, Togedy Pass is actually also really dangerous for grizzly bears. I think in the time that I, in the decade about that I've been in the valley, uh, there's been three grizzlies hit and killed on that road. I've seen, I've seen really brutal photos of cubs that were just smeared into the pavement. I mean, yeah, I think that there's almost a consensus out there that you know it, it's for the best that she is not as habituated while she has a home range like she does because she is living alongside a highway. The speed limit up on the top of that pass is 55 miles an hour, but 
Uh, anyone who drives over can see a lot of people are going a lot faster than that, and there's commercial truck traffic, and there's streams of tourists, and it's just tough. Does Game and Fish and the authorities up there, do they really have another choice right now in terms of what to do? There are scenes where in you know Grand Teton National Park, there are 500 people looking at Grizzly Bear 399, and can you imagine how that would go if there was essentially nobody there? And so that's the situation. There's the potential for that, except they don't have staff to deal with it. So in my opinion, um, you know, it would have been extraordinarily risky and probably would have been inevitable that something bad would happen either to the bear or to somebody. Uh, I've seen a lot of kind of conjecture online that this was like a ploy. They're basically trying to find an excuse to kill Felicia. And they did use the word euthanize as a possibility in a press release that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife sent out. But this was a plan that was actually in place last year in the event that she would have come out with cubs. They would have done this last year. I mean, they knew they were doing this for a long time. They they did not consider the situation up there sustainable. There have been a lot of early season encounters with bears in Yellowstone, Grand Teton, and also with Felicia. You've been a reporter here for several years. Do you think situations like this are just going to keep becoming more common? Not just talking about bear conflict, but talking about wildlife conflict generally. Like, of course, you know, you put more people in the same size of a landscape, and inevitably there's going to be more interactions with wildlife, and some of those interactions aren't going to be good ones. And so those are conflicts, right? And the frequency of those, uh, you know, inevitably it's going to increase as you put more people in the landscape. And it's not like these are trivial increases in visitation we're seeing. With bear, with like these situations with celebrity bears, you know, to piece that out, I think a lot of what is leading to situations like Felicia and kind of the phenomenon around Grizzly Bear 399 is that just simply interest in these bears has skyrocketed. I I think the what happened in re- response to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service kind of rolling out their plan for Grizzly 863 is a great illustration of it. You know, there was an immense amount of, I, I would all just call like online activism, but, you know, people creating petitions, people creating uh, Facebook groups on her behalf, people creating Instagram pages on her behalf, uh, uh, you know, all, and uh, probably a lot of people didn't know anything about her, but now they do. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's a feedback loop. And, you know, maybe next year it would be even tougher to manage uh, Felicia if she continued to live right alongside uh, U.S. Highway. Well, thank you, Mike. Thanks for stopping by KHOL and for talking about this important issue. Thank you, Well, It was a pleasure.